When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When friends used to tell me that they had thalassophobia, I would give them a, a big old chuckle right in their face. A, because I thought it was made up, and B, because I thought if it was real, this is the dumbest thing I ever heard. Thalassophobia is like the fear of the ocean, fear of like open water and all the little beings and all the little things that are inside it, inside the vast ocean. I always thought this was the dumbest thing ever, um, kind of similar to how I think it's dumb that people just drown because they don't know how to swim. And I realize like now that that's a very stupid position to have because, you know, just because I can swim, just because I can paddle my little toes and stay above water doesn't mean everyone else can. So like likewise with the thalassophobia silliness, I've come around and started to understand it more recently because of some events that have been happening in the ocean, in the open waters. You might have seen, like, TikToks and uh, about, about the two things I'm going to talk about today because they're actually insane. And it's fully shifting, like, the chemicals in my brain to, like, make me scared of the ocean, too. It is giving me thalassophobia, what is going on in the ocean, okay? Let's get into it. First, I want to talk about the Titanic and how somehow the Titanic death toll is about to go up by literally five. How is that, you might ask? Didn't that bitch sink like literally? Actually, I don't know when that sank. You could tell me the Titanic sank 30 years ago or 200 years ago, and I would not be able to tell you. But it is about to go up again by five because there is this company called Ocean Gate that runs these submersibles. Okay, these aren't submarines. These are submersibles that have to be hooked up to like a mothership on the surface. And they go down around the site of where the Titanic sank. And they just look at it. You know, you might think, oh, well, who would want to do that? Who would want to go out of their way and, you know, experience the Titanic firsthand, like right in front of them? Sorry, I had to tap the microphone because I thought it wasn't connected to my iPad. You didn't see that. This is a professional podcast. The answer to the question that was just derailed by my train flying off the tracks is billionaires. There is a group of rich people that for some reason are just so horny for the Titanic that they they paid the $250,000 ticket price to go on this submersible. Yes, it is $250,000 per person to go on this little dinghy, this little like bonafide balloon that they just sink down into the bottom of the, uh, the literal bottom of the ocean to take a look at the Titanic, which is crazy because, you know, we have pictures. So the scientists have done that already. You know, they've gone down. We even have a, an entire movie made about it just in case you want the real drama, you know, seeing 
Google images isn't enough. You want to see Jack and Kate having like crazy sex inside of a car on the Titanic and then having a your heart ripped out as uh, Jack drowns even though he could fit on the door. Like that's available. That's there. But for some reason, some reason, billionaires doing what they do have to um, just – you know, grab life by the balls, by the big golden balls. And a group of five people went down on this expedition and about, I believe it was an hour and 45 minutes into the expedition, the boat on top that provides life to them lost contact. So no one knows what that really means at this point. They like no one knows if, say, the window broke and everyone just exploded because of the pressure. They don't know if the cord got cut for their communications. They don't know if they saw goddamn Ariel from The Little Mermaid and she was like, under the like, see, like, no one knows. And as of filming this, 11.47 p.m., June 19th, no one knows. Now, this submersible, submersible, I, you know what, I really could be saying this wrong this entire time, but um, it has about 96 hours of oxygen to, to like keep life-saving uh, functions in an, the event of an emergency, aka right now. So if, say, there wasn't like a catastrophic failure, like uh, it didn't run into a rock and then just like split open and explode, they are down there right now sitting like literally cross-legged next to each other breathing but probably freaking the fuck out and you're you might be looking at me right now with a little a, a raised eyebrow and a, a little quizzical look on your face thinking ben you're sounding a little bit a little bit passive about these people these people are in a dire position trapped at the bottom of the ocean in a tin can don't you have any empathy no not really listen this is what I was like battling in my mind about because I can my empathy only goes so far if you know it was a make a wish for a child who was the biggest fan of the Titanic he was a huge history buff but he was going to die tomorrow and all he wanted in life was to see the Titanic in person and some uh, by the grace of God they were like you know what we are going to get this child to the bottom of the ocean so he can see the Titanic and then this should happen I'd be like but these are just random billionaires. I, I, I should, I'm using billionaire too loose. Only one of the passengers has been confirmed to be a billionaire. But it's safe to say, it's safe to say, if it costs $250,000 to go down there, they're probably, they're probably up there in the percent. Not even the 1%, like the, the decimal points. 0. 0.00001%. So there's that, that I can't really, like, generate a whole lot of artificial empathy for. But on the other hand, it's the stupidity of it all. It's not like the Titanic is beautifully perched on the Atlantic Ocean, and you can take a little a little pool floaty and swim over there and put your little Walmart goggles on and be like, Oh, that's a Titanic. That's where Jack and Rose had their dinner. That's where they held their arms out. It's at the bottom of the fucking ocean. It is quite literally in one of the most unreachable places in the world. Like, I don't think that $250,000 um, price tag to go down there is, like, 
a, a, a scam. I think it like literally probably costs one point. Let me do the math. One, what? One point one. <laughs> oh shit. One point. A, a million and a quarter million dollars. Jesus Christ. Can y'all tell that I dropped out? Um, it probably costs a lot to go down there, but there's truly just no need. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And another thing is, like, if you're going down here, it's not like they're just, like, selling these tickets on fucking Groupon. They're like, come on, bring your mom. Like, go on down to the bottom of the Titanic. Like, these people were very aware. I'm hoping. I'm assuming. They were very aware. That's not the safest thing. It's like you're going down like a a little scary loop to loop water slide at Six Flags, fucking Hurricane Harbor. No, they they you should probably know. So it gets crazier. <laughs> I saw on Twitter today the Xbox controller was trending. I was like, I wonder what that's about. The <laughs> sorry, <laughs> the whole thing was being controlled by a fucking Xbox controller okay they did an interview with like the people that run this whole shinna marig um or, or a few years ago and they, they like went into the submersible uh saw like how it looks how it runs and they were like and it's all powered by this controller and the crazy thing is it's not even like an actual official xbox controller it's like one of the knockoff ones that you get if you like order it used from amazon and they just throw in a random fucking controller like that is what was running this entire operation that's taking five human beings from the surface i don't know why i said beings like i live on a farm in nevada um, it's like taking them from the surface down to the bottom of the ocean floor where historically the worst possible boat crash has ever happened and an Xbox controller is controlling that. I don't even trust my Xbox controller to like stay reliable when I'm the last person alive in Fortnite and these months. So there's that. <laughs> there's that. Um, another thing is, uh. This this tweet is from at Forever Noir. They said, to put the Titanic thing in perspective, it took like 70 years to find the Titanic, formerly one of the world's biggest ships, even with a rough idea of where it was, and they found it by mistake looking for a completely different ship. These motherfuckers are dead. They, they're not coming back. And if they we find them, we're going to be finding them in like... A long time, a very long time. So it's all just, it's all very needless. Like, if you haven't got that by now, like, there's no real need. I, I understand, like, the desire to explore and, you know, see, like, the ocean and see, like, I'm sure most people, if it was safer, would want to be able to see something so historic. But it's beyond unsafe, it's literally fucking bonkers. Um, and this isn't to say that, like, other people, uh, other people haven't gone down there. Like, James Cameron, the guy that literally directed Titanic, went down there in a submersible, same type of thing, 
But that's like, that's a, that he came back. It was bound to happen at some point that someone was going to sink. So it's, it is really sad. And I don't, I really don't think they're coming back. But at the same time, I just, I, I really, I, oh, come on, y'all. You just, you didn't have to go down there. Now, that was like a little bit, that, that was generating a little bit of thalassophobia in my brain, but then there's also the other ocean thing. I, I don't understand how this whole episode is um, becoming ocean drama, but there's a lot of ocean drama that needs to be covered. Um, the other ocean drama is the orca situation, okay? The killer whale situation. It started like a few months ago, like around the coast of Portugal, these fucking orcas just started attacking boats. Uh, you might have, I, I'm pretty sure there was like a very viral TikTok of this happening of people just on a boat, living their little boat life in Portugal, and then boom, a orca swims by and literally just dents that motherfucker like it's a tin can that it just sucked a whole Coca Cola out of and threw it away like it was nothing. Like bang. And the ship starts filling with water. And they literally have to call the Coast Guard. They're like, mayday, 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 mayday. <laughs> like, it's just, it, it was just a whale that bumped into it. And they and it fully sunk that ship. And, you know, y that happening once would be silly. It'd be, oh, silly whale. You shouldn't have done that. No. This is happening over and over and over again. These orcas are on the coast of Portugal are consistently sh sinking ships that's a real hard tongue twister to say sinking ships they keep sinking these ships and no one lit literally no one knows why even the scientists like the marine scientists are like they're mad or something like shit i don't know it's it's crazy and it's really funny like the reaction as you know like twitter always has a funny little thing to say but um, there's people like actually rallying behind, and I don't know why I'm saying people because I'm very much on the side, uh, like rallying on the side of the orcas because orcas are done so fucking dirty by humans. Like you look at SeaWorld, um, the, the famous, the infamous like sea amusement park. I, I went to this when I was a kid. I hate to admit, um, like it's like a, a half aquarium, half theme park, uh, but they have like live orcas and they're they're known for mistreating them like they literally orcas need like you know a, a whole ocean to live in and they put them in like a glass of water and they're like all right bye bye live your whole life and go fucking crazy and then they did go crazy and literally killed like an instructor so you know humans haven't been the most warm and cuddly to these things so to see them start fighting back against the humans when they can has been a little bit cathartic I must say, we overall are just complete shit to the ocean. Um, we're filling that bitch up with plastic like it's like it's French onion soup and we're putting in the, the onions, baby. Like it's it's sad. So I was I, I was equally like this is kind of lit or cause take that shit back, live your truth. But I was also like, wait, cause this is a little scary as a human, as you know, having to play that card. Why are they just sinking ships? And it was even more, like, scary to see that no one fucking knows why. That no one knows why the orcas are this mad. Um, some scientists have, like, come, not to the conclusion, but, like, have come up with hypotheses. That's the first word that 
that's the first time I've used that word since like a literally middle school science class. But anyways, they've come to the hypothesis that hypothesis, Jesus Christ, that they're literally just playing like they're playing and having fun and they're accidentally bumping into boats and capsizing them. <laughs> and that is such a funny like <laughs> a funny vision because I just imagine these orcas be like, <coughs> like just swimming around, having a good old time. Like, oh, what's that fucking white little bobbing thing at the surface of the ocean? Let me bump into it, and then boom, you just sunk like Jeff Bezos's like four billion dollar yacht, and he's like <coughs> shooting his like Amazon brand like AK forty seven to the water, being like. I'm going to build 14 more sea worlds. Um, but it's been it's been nice to see. But that doesn't take away from the fact that these two things together are starting to make me rethink how I feel about the ocean. Okay, before all this went down, before the ocean drama began, the uh, Ocean War Three, I. I truly thought it was, like, bonkers to be scared of the ocean because, you know, you look at the statistics of, like, shark attacks and stuff, which I think is, like, one of the main uh, fears that people have about the ocean, and they're just not happening. You're more likely to win the fucking lottery than get eaten by a shark, and obviously, like, it's kind of, like, how you can rationalize a plane crash. Like, obviously, that would be a horrific death and probably the scariest fucking way to go, but... The chances of it happening are very slim, but it's still in the back of your head that if something goes wrong, you're going to die the most painful and gruesome and terrifying death ever. So that's I feel like that's kind of how people are about sharks and maybe how people are about the broader ocean in general. But I, I always got past that because I just I, I, I looked at the facts, baby. I looked at the facts and the stats, and I was like, there's no, you're telling me that me dipping my fucking toes in to the ocean is going to summon a shark and it's going to drag me away. I don't think so. Especially when I'd be like at the beach or something and see like 40 other people in the water, be like, there's no way I'm getting eaten by a shark. So, like, there was, I never had that fear. Another part of thalassophobia, from what I understand, is like, if you're in, like, a boat in the open water, like, I'll see TikToks of, like, people that just live on the boat. Why did I say the boat? They live on the boat. The only boat in the entire ocean shared by all of humanity. Um, They live on, like, a boat in the middle of the ocean. There's, like, no land to be seen around. It's, like, literally just them floating. And I think that's, like, another fear is, like, there's no land. You don't know what's under you. Um, Shit like that. That is also just so goofy to me because, motherfucker, you're in a boat. Like, that. Like obviously, unless an orca is coming to capsize you and it has a vengeance, like, you're going to be fine. You can paddle that thing away. And for the most, for, for the majority of people, you're not ever going to be in a situation where you're in a boat in the middle of the ocean. If you're on a cruise ship, that thing, you, they could call the Coast Guard like that and y'all could be rescued. Like, you're, you're never going to be in a situation where you're, like, actually at peril in the ocean so that was another thing that just really like I, i'm just not scared of but i'm rethinking it now because we're starting to see boats get sank we're starting to see actual horrific disasters happen where people are just getting stuck at the bottom of the ocean and i was like thinking to myself like oh my god 
that would not be a fun way to go if you're literally cramped in like like genuinely a tin can. Like I looked at videos of this submersible. I I swear to God, I've said it 14 different ways throughout this podcast. But like so like literally sitting in it, and you have to sit like cross-legged, like holding your legs. And these people are going to be down there if they get rescued for the next four day mm, it's been two days two days they've already been down there for two days sitting cross-legged no food no water no bitches probably like uh, so it's a little scary but i just i think that like the ocean in general it obviously it has some natural scariness to it like for example the oh my god i watched this amazing uh, video essay by Emp Lemon, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, called Rogue Waves. And it's all about just like these rogue waves. Like yeah, everyone knows about tsunamis, yada, yada, yada. That, okay, that's another scary ocean thing, but that's like a different kind of ocean thing. That's like an earthquake thing. You can't really be like scared of just the tsunami. You got to be scared of the earthquake too. So I'm not looping that into the last phobia situation. But, anyways, rogue waves are these random fucking waves that no one really knows how they're created that are literally like. Okay, I'll summarize rogue waves for you. I'm really... Can you tell that I've, like, deleted my social media and have only been on Wikipedia for the past, like, two months? Because that's really coming through right now. Rogue waves um, were thought to be a thing of mystery and and much skepticism surrounded them for the longest time. They are giant waves, like, two times, three times larger than tsunami waves, like, the biggest tsunami waves and there, no one really knows what they're caused by, and they weren't proven to be existed in existence until like I want to say like twenty years ago when one was recorded by this like offshore oil drilling thing um, that like had sensors on it and actually tracked a rogue wave. And these things, like this, is why um, this is like what's thought to be the reasoning behind like old sailors being like, we saw the Kraken and it devoured our ship and we swam back to shore and we are the only survivors and we tell this tale. It wasn't a fucking Kraken. It was these rogue waves. So that's like, you know, that's like legitimately terrifying. But I don't have to worry about that because I'm never going to be in a fucking situation where I'm just in the middle of the ocean, probably. I might, who knows, maybe I'll have a midlife crisis and buy a fucking sailboat, I don't know, but, I, sorry to take, like, a little, a little thought train very far east, this whole, like, like, people will take such a small, unlikely fear, I guess this is, like, this goes for all phobias, but, like, say fear of sharks and apply that to everything about the ocean, I know bitches that literally won't eat seafood because they're, like, so scared of the ocean, which sometimes is understandable because some sea creatures actually look like they should have never, they should have been left at the bottom of the ocean, they look like fucking aliens, but, like, it's so easy to just, like, take such a small fear and apply it to everything. And when your fear is of the ocean, bitch, that's half the earth. You're scared of half of the entire surface of the earth. Grow up. Put on your big boy panties and friggin' go swimming. Um, so there's that. There's also, like, I understand if you can't swim, it, it's go any water is going to be a lot scarier. That's understandable. And also... You know, there's the other argument, like, we don't know. We don't know what's in the bottom of the earth. We know more about space than we do know about our own ocean. It's like, yeah, but we fucking know most of it. Like, that's like one thing when people are like, guys, scientists don't know everything. It can be disproven. It's like, we can fucking guess. 
we can figure it out, okay? Like, obviously we don't know everything that's out there in space. We don't know everything that's out there in the ocean. But we know most of it. And I'm sure there's some really fucked up looking fish down there that we probably don't want to become best friends with. That if we were in Finding Nemo and we were Dory swimming around, be like, we wouldn't want to run into it. But I don't think that there's like Atlantis down there or anything. Like, I don't think there's anything you need to be insanely scared of. So... Uh, just whenever I hear, like, uh, to p- put this into, like, a broader complaint of me just rambling in the basement of my mom's house, like, I think phobias, like, there's some legitimate phobias, but it's, like, just, like, throwing a word onto the word phobia has become, like, such an overdone thing, like, uh, uh, like, some make sense, like, arachnophobia, yeah, like, me too, like, I'm scared of spiders, but... Like, the lassophobia, don't say you're scared of the whole fucking ocean, because I know you're lying. Say you're scared of whales, or say you're scared of drowning, or say you're scared of going into a little Titanic balloon to go see the Titanic. It's so goofy to me. But anyways, I also, I want to, like, wrap this up um, by saying, I saw this tweet of someone saying, <laughs> they were like, they really got the whole Titanic experience. They got to sink just like that. I'm sorry, I shouldn't like that. But I... I don't, I don't really care because they're billionaires like the ocean's eating the fucking rich because no inherently if you are on a boat you are probably pretty fucking rich like it's not like you can just go to the boat store go to the Toyota dealership and buy a Toyota boat like no you're probably on your little sailboat with a good two million dollars at least in the bank so the orcas are real fucking comrades for that, the way they are sinking them. And, you know, obviously, the Titanic submersible, they're not they're not ordering from Sheehan, I'll tell you that much. So they're, you know, the ocean, when people are like, the ocean is spiritual, I'm starting to get it because it's like, nature really does, not to be like a crazy, like, nature... Uh, nature speaks to me but it sometimes does feel like nature has its agenda and its way of like writing what humans do because you know we don't know the oh sorry this is gonna sound so cringe but we don't know the exact origins of COVID-19 but it's thought to be believed that it came from a human being in contact with a pangolin which if you don't know a pangolin is like this weird little reptile creature that is almost hunted to extinction for its scales and it's almost like nature's like oh you want to kill the whole pangolin population we're gonna get some of you to go down with us so you know at the end of the day i think there's kind of a uh what's the word like a poetic nature to the ocean is what i would say um Although there is still Hello Turtles with, like, the little pop can plastic things around their neck. But we stopped using straws, so the they don't have straws in their nose. Anyways, let me wrap up this crazy fucking thought. The, the way I just actually rambled for 26 minutes. Um, before we go, though, uh, I'll read um, some of your guys' drama. If you haven't already and you want me to read your drama and give my two cents on it, just uh, comment it down below on the video version of this podcast. But even bigger, 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 bigger announcement before I go on that note, baby. I will be at VidCon. This is going up on Wednesday. So literally tomorrow, I believe, if I can get my fucking math right, I can't, as has been proven by this podcast. But to uh, tomorrow... 
at VidCon, I will be, oh, I found the poster that I made on Photoshop in two minutes. Yeah, literally tomorrow at 2.30 p.m. Pacific time on the on-stair age, I fucked that up, on-air stage at VidCon in Anaheim, California, I will be doing a live version of this podcast, a live episode of the Drama Mama podcast. Um, I have some realty and we'll be getting questions from the audience. It'll be a good old time. So if you're at VidCon, come on down, 2.30 p.m., on-air stage. I said it right. I don't know how I said on... I don't even know what I said. Um, But let's get into the drama. Today's drama comes from YouTube user Homeless Tom. My friends keep ignoring me, especially on call or in our group chat. They always talk about stuff, but when I talk about mine, they respond with K or O or ignore it most of the time. I just don't feel respected or included anymore. When people do this, I feel like it's they're trying to like they're subconsciously sending a message, not that the message is like justified or good, but it's sending a very strong message that they don't care about you and it it's really shitty to just like have someone kind of string you along and like you know be very passive aggressive saying like K or O. Um I would say maybe reevaluate your friendship with them have a conversation and if they're not receptive to it fucking leave the group chat and say you all suck and you all stink and you're all smelly and i'm gonna tell everyone how smelly you are that the smell is permeating the fucking walls and they're not gonna be able to sell this school because your scent is in all the walls i love y'all have a good week and i'll see you next week Oh, by the way, the podcast saving will be also posted on here. So if you can't make it in Anaheim, you'll see it on here anyways. But if you can, come on down to the on-air stage, 2.30 p.m. at VidCon. Love y'all. See you later. Bye.